Hello, this is the Cyber Smart Security Podcast. My name is Salahuddin Amao, and I'm pleased to welcome you on this new series that is coming up with its first episode titled Why Get Cyber Smart? This series is a series that is born out of the main Cyber Smart Security Podcast and it's that uh, its team is called the name of this series is called um, cyber smart talk series so before i dive into today's question which is why get cyber smarts uh, it's been a while i know it's been a long while almost three months and all i can say is um, alhamdulillah i thank god uh, that i am back and um, um, I won't go into the details of why I've been away, but it's, it was much needed. And um, apart from work and all that, there are other reasons. So maybe in the future, we'll talk about why I was um, on a long hiatus for about almost three months. But for now, we're going to get into... Um, today's uh, new series with its first episode um again remember that cyber smart talk series so what i plan to be doing on this series is to look at a topic or a question um write about it then talk about that write-up so i'll give you like an audio version of the write-up then after that there will be a commentary so for now the commentary is going to involve me um later on probably i'm going to um, introduce a variety whereby there will be guests coming up onto the uh, podcasts and they'll be giving their own views on the subject so be talking about something related to security and you know we'll dive into something that will ensure people are able to gain a lot that they can use in their lives everyday lives and both at work and at at home so because the issue of cyber security uh, information security um, and the likes is much more important than ever before and everybody has a responsibility to have the necessary knowledge to be empowered to be able to take care of their digital lives effectively so i'll be right back and going to start today's episode of this new series cyber smart talk series and i'll be answering the question why get cyber smart i'll be back in a moment Season 1, Episode 1 of Cyber Smart Talk Series. Title Why Get Cyber Smart? Don't click, it is a spam. You must have read this message many times while surfing on the internet. Oh, yeah, you are not alone. I have a couple of times too. I'll be walking you through something really great here in this short piece. 
let me help you understand why you need to be cyber smart. Being cyber smart is about surfing the cyberspace or internet safely and securely in a smart way. It really helps in saving your head from unforeseen troubles such as getting locked out of your social media accounts and getting ripped off with your money via a messenger application. The do's and don'ts about preventing such kind of incidents has now become so suffocating. But the good news is there are ways of turning the table and optimizing some utilities in your favor if you have the know-how. The do's and don'ts about securing the digital space can be ad- can be an arduous task, especially if you are a novice. However, in my opinion, there are essential guidelines we can all follow if we must secure our digital life. Well, that is my personal opinion as a cyber security enthusiast. The crux of the matter is that we endanger ourselves with the consequences of not doing so. Let me paint a picture here. I just hope this will help you get it better. Look at this. In our day-to-day unpredictable lives, we take precautions and take good care of ourselves from physical arms. People are so conscious that they don't take chances. Of course, it makes no sense to allow a 10-year-old to operate a lawnmower without proper supervision. Thus, you will agree with that. For most of people out there, safety comes first in their everyday activity. So if this is true, why don't we carry this attitude to safety or security in the cyberspace? The simple truth here is that fault of committing this error isn't completely up to us as computer users. After all, our innocent thinking was the computer people that is, experts and developers ought to have planned how best to make what we do with our digital lives easier and absolutely secured from the start. Or, isn't that what we paid them for? Sadly, no we didn't. All we paid for is a cyberspace like renting an apartment for an agreed date. It is left to us to secure our lives by getting some insurance or something. In other words, as securing our lives is a personal business, same goes for our digital lives. I think in a secured cyberspace where everyone can work, earn, play and do amazing stuff without fright is more beneficial to everyone. As a matter of fact, Security online should not be the problem of the user alone, but the ethic of technical experts too. Just as Bruce Shenea, the Chief Technology Officer of Resilient System, explains in his article titled Security Design, Stop Trying to Fix the User. The problem isn't the user. And I quote, the problem isn't the user is that we have designed our computer systems that we demand the user do all of these counterintuitive things. With an example of phishing links, Bruce says, 
users have been taught to click around freely on the web until they encounter a link to a phishing website. Then the security expert starts to tell you not to click. Not to click. After I have been spending two decades teaching users that links are to be clicked, how mischievous. It is therefore clear that the technical experts or security researchers have a lot to do in preferring better security solutions that works without tons of do's and don'ts rules that stresses one's mind and wear us out easily. For the meantime, security on cyberspace is everyone's responsibility. You also must take charge. In subsequent articles, I will be sharing tips that will assist us to stay safe online so we could protect ourselves from the negative claws of unethical skilled users who are keen on taking undue advantage of us for some ulterior motives. They perpetrate criminal offenses online such as bullying and impersonation which in technical terms is called cyberbullying adding and identity theft respectively. It is really a complicated world we find ourselves in. People love mad things than they care for people and those would have their way in expecting this nasty want no matter the odd decision they have to make. Every malicious user or attacker or cyber criminal has their motivation as the driving force to get what they want. The manner or medium used does not matter to them. So far it will take maximum effect and deliver casualties. Breaking into someone else's privacy is like getting into their pants. Nobody feels safe in this event. Your contacts, plans and password all flies out. Hey, we must assist ourselves by making efficient efforts in improving our attitude to security and growing smarter in the cyberspace. We must learn and enlighten others by making best use of information in assisting us to manage our digital lives safely. If you forget everything discussed here, don't forget that not every click here button you find on the cyberspace is worth trying. What is your perspective about security online or in the cyberspace? Do you agree it is everyone's responsibility? That is, both the users or and security researchers and developers? End of article. So, welcome back. So, we must have listened to that um, to that piece which I read. So, first of all, the question is why get cybersmarts? Let me give a background of why that article was written before we dive into some questions and um, look at understanding better the lessons we can take from that short piece so um that article was written for the purpose of you know getting into the 
subject of whose responsibility is you know taking care of cybersecurity? Is it the user or is it um, the experts out there? You know, just like in, for example, in other disciplines, you have situations like in, maybe in the medical field whereby it is the responsibility of a doctor to make sure that okay people are healthy. But on the other hand, it's also the responsibility of the individual, either the guardian or the individual themselves, to take the necessary actions to take care of themselves. So what are we saying here? For instance, you know, eating good food, um, sleeping well, um, um, doing personal hygiene and the likes. So it's more or less like when the COVID-19 debacle hit us hard. We had so many advice that came from the internet, but what was the first advice that we're given? We should listen from the experts. And when we follow such advice and, you know, do it daily, we now tend to say, okay, we are, we are trying to keep ourselves safe from the COVID-19 virus. So that's just an example. So this is, these are part of the reasons why that article was written, because you have this, you know, nonchalant attitude that I see from people. They just want to like you know they say create an account online and they use just any password or they don't even remember the password they use we use a very easy to, to know password yes you should put a password that you can remember but at the same time if you put so something so easy anybody can get in so so that's just it and this is the reason why you could in that piece you see there was like um some forms of examples or analogies that were used from our everyday life so now let's dive into the question why get harassment you know it's all about the attitude all about creating awareness such that we all take things seriously we don't have this uh, i don't care attitude towards the subject of uh, keeping our digital lives secured so it's taking those necessary precautions if you are leaving your home today you won't uh, leave the key at the mouth of the door it's, it's not safe so even though you you have a, a friend coming and you want them to come back and meet the key there you definitely put the keys in a place whereby only both of you know where it is and we have this similar situation even on the digital space so, which is public key and private key. So, which the private key is something that okay, uh, both communicators that we know about. So, same thing applies here. So, it's to create that awareness, that mindset. What is your security mindset about? You know, your digital lives. Are, are you taking? Are you making sure that you have that mindset? Okay, today I'm going online. How, what am I going to do that I'll make sure that I don't fall into the trap of cyber bullies or a script kiddie out there. So moving on, there was there was a paragraph whereby the piece talks about um okay, let me look at it again. Yeah, so um it talks about the security expert Brusenea is the chief technological officer of resilience. 
saying okay stop trying to fix the user the problem isn't the user it is that we have designed our computer system that we demand user do all of these counterintuitive things so let me look at that question about either the user or the or the um, technical experts it's not really there okay people cannot click but it's just like in our everyday activities if you've become accustomed or something is already a second nature to you there's always a possibility that when you are to do that thing again you will still do it the same way you've been doing it so if you've been taught how to do something from the onset from the beginning that okay you must always click a link for instance when someone now tells you ah you don't click that link that link is possible that is you, you are going to download a malicious file and the likes it becomes difficult because sometimes you now have to make that decision ah, do i need to click this link or not especially if the the information surrounding that link says okay if you don't click this link now something is going to happen so and that's the reason why cyber security awareness is very important in an organization you have to teach continuously remind the users that okay this is the way things are done so what we can take from this um quotes that i mentioned earlier is that users are not completely to blame so everybody has his own responsibility um to you know secure themselves so it's just like the subject of cloud security you have the vendors like microsoft azure um Google and um, Amazon AWS, Amazon Web Solutions. They have their own responsibility and the, their customers also have their responsibility in keeping things safe. So this is not a one-way street. So what I can say about this is that um, in the uh, security world, it's always encouraged, it is emphasized that um, solutions, creative solutions that users or customers we use are, are created, secured by design. So you don't want a situation whereby you is after you've created the solution that you now start thinking about the security because then it becomes difficult for the user to understand. Okay, this is it, how this thing is supposed to be. But if you've embedded it into it, you've like created it from the start. So imagine like a cake you've put in the necessary ingredients from the start there will be no issue that okay at the end of the day it's, it's not going to come out the right taste but if you don't put the right ingredients and at the end you now you're now putting some ingredients like when it is already getting baked you won't get that taste it's just, just going to be on the surface so it's more or less like you're spraying icing on the cake it doesn't work that way security has to be baked in not sprayed on the cake i hope you get the point there so in this case what you are trying to do as the from the technical side of things is to find compromises and creative solutions to secure the system that can lead to uh, user delight and better compliance so when you do it you create such solution in a way that okay it is secured and it is done by design there's always more potential that okay the users of such solutions 
they'll have some delight in using it it won't be so difficult or an arduous task that the nerves start circumventing it so you can imagine having some security features like say two-factor authentication and you don't make it customer friendly there's always a possibility that um, the user if it causes the user problems is going to find ways around them so there have been many instances even in the hospital whereby okay maybe a doctor needs to have the system open to be able to enter patients uh, complaints and the system keeps locking off within two seconds though they will find a workaround that so if you are even trying to protect the, the um, doctor's personal laptop or system that they are using to assess that personal data of the of the client of the patient if you don't make it an easy way for them to be able to reassess this the laptop they'll find a work around it so i hope that is clear so you know moving on another part of the article which i think is something we should look at and understand more is the area of the motivation so malicious users or cyber criminals has their different motivation to get what they want and they they don't care about whatever way they will be able to use to get it so you can imagine sometimes even the simplest of ways might be one of the uh, methods that a cyber criminal will use to get a user's password going on social media doing a bit of social engineering um asking questions you know doing a deep dive asking personal questions from people via chatting and you know imagine just communicating with someone that you just met today and you're giving that person your whole biography you should be careful you don't give all information to someone that you just met today no matter whatever how, how that person is saying or how sweet that person is saying so a bit of social engineering here a bit of open source intelligence there and several criminal might get what they want no matter how secured the systems are and that's the reason why you see today companies continuously do cyber awareness training for their employees and the same thing comes to us so if you want to protect your kids your loved ones share information with each other share information that okay we help them to be safe and make use of um, technology solutions that will help you to um, do things in a very um, easy manner so for instance we have password managers yes they've been history about some password managers you know having a data breach and the likes but it doesn't mean that we don't have good ones out there that we can use make use of one some of their their package for subscription is not so expensive that okay you cannot subscribe to some of them even some are free and you can use them so it has the limited number of users that will be able to use it or limited features that you can use it but you having such kind of feature helps you to manage your passwords much more better than trying to you know keep everything it's the average user out there have so many accounts so many accounts i can't remember the number right now but so many accounts that you can't count it's, it's more than 20 for sure so you talk about the work account talk about social media account different accounts that one has opened so 
having your password manager to help you manage those passwords when you even change them it becomes easier to like you know track it okay what what is my password do i need to change it now and all those things so um i think these are the couple of things that we can can learn from this piece the most important thing is about improving our attitude and that goes to each and every one of us if you start doing something from the onset so imagine a kid that you introduce to the internet and you tell them okay you have to do two-factor authentication you have to be using um a different search engine so that you know um the companies out there they will not be taking your data because you are suffering on their search engine and the likes use of password manager it becomes second nature it becomes the routine thing but if they don't do it from the onset before and you later tell them they now have to form their habit a single individual it takes them 30 days to you know to get accustomed to a new habit if they do it consistently so imagine if you don't do if you don't tell them from the from the start it becomes more difficult but if you tell them from the start they will know okay this is the way i have to do it so that attitude is what this art piece is t- talking about being cyber smart um so we've come to the end of today's um cyber smart talk series i hope we've learned something that will help us to you know be more responsible about our digital lives so if you have questions you have a different perspective about you know getting secured on the cyberspace please feel free to leave a comment questions or your thoughts or suggestions um, by sending an email to get cybersmart at protonmail.com get cybersmart at protonmail.com that's g-e-t-c-y-b-e-r-s-m-a-r-t at protonmail.com so until next time on this series which is the cyber smart talk series get cyber smart about security today and um one more thing the reviews of um, recent news in the cyberspace is going to continue on on the normal podcast that i i provide later this week uh, at the end of the week so i'll be reviewing major news items that occurred on the cyberspace and you know give our insight on that but this series is still going to continue the the piece if you want to have a reading um version of it to get to read it i'll keep a link on on the podcast notes so you'll be able to check it's actually going to be on my medium um, profile so medium.com so you'll find it there so my name is Saladin Amawa and I'm telling you to get cyber smart about security today. Thank you for listening.